0: Welcome to Instinctual episode number six. It's been some time since I've recorded, and for that, I apologize. It's been a really, really busy amount of time since the last time I recorded. This episode, we're gonna talk about environment creation. You've probably heard me say on previous podcasts, and at least I hope you've probably heard me say it, that you're never responsible for how someone else feels. You you can perhaps maybe influence, uh, you can create an environment that, that may lead a person to a certain feeling, but at the end of the day, each and every person is always going to choose what they do with the feelings that come up or, to some extent, how they feel. I say to some extent because there are going to be natural emotional reactions to certain situations. Although, different people may have different natural reactions we're all very i don't know unique in that way maybe not unique um you know with different backgrounds and and what is normal uh to each of us creates new not instinctual but new new regular responses and at the same time we're all human and I think we do all share some very base emotional responses to th- certain things, at least initially, like violence or love, affection, um, youth, newborns, etc. So getting back to the main, main point, which is you are never responsible for how someone else feels. You are responsible for the environment that you are creating. And what does that mean? Like environment that you're creating, it's almost maybe even a little eye roll inducing, right? Like creating an environment. I interpret it to be with your own conduct and maybe even your own energy. And when I say energy, I mean your attitude, your mood, how you carry yourself. Um, You as a person, you create an environment in and around you that people will interact with, maybe participate in, or avoid. Um, I bring this up because yesterday I I picked up some kind of side work helping out family and friends. And there was a particular person there who the environment that she created with her choices was one of the most hostile and passive-aggressive, aggressive-aggressive, Um, frenetic, manic, uh, anxious. I mean, it was, it was just, it was quite an experience. It was shocking. And what was more shocking was all, it was all of these people that continued to submit themselves to this environment. And there were a couple of people who, who said, no, like, I'm leaving, I'm gone. And there was one person who I had heard tell of who, who knew about this this anxious person and said "Nope, i have boundaries i don't i don't work with them um but it's interesting how they they uh, the people around this anxious person submit themselves to that environment and and i did as well i mean i'm not a victim of the anxious person i i made a choice to say all right well i'm going to deal with this for a day to help out my friends and family and then you know hashtag never again um but actions that this person took, just ignoring uh, people, you know, inability to remain calm, disregarding, you know, uh, just not not even stopping to take a breath. And what kind of environment does that create? Can you think back on a time when you were with someone who, you know, it was just fight or flight I mean, and about something maybe really simple to them, obviously, it wasn't but to, to other people, like, you know, I'm hungry, and there's plenty of food around, but I don't know what to eat. And I they break down hypoglycemia. That's a real thing. I used to do that. But, you know, at the same time, like take a breath, ground yourself, like look at the options, or let go of your emotional attachment, and just put something in your mouth, eat a slice of toast, dry, whatever, it's food. Um, emotional attachment is a huge factor in in an inability to factor in, or or emotional attachment is a huge factor in, yeah, an inability to to properly create environments that you may want to. Emotional attachment hinders your environment creating ability in the sense that if you want to create something that's loving, positive, free, you know, you may... You know, focus on that intent. And yet the more emotionally attached you are to things. And we talked about emotional attachment versus emotional detachment versus emotional suppression in one of the previous episodes. Um, but the more that you are that you're not free to, to take a breath, right? Because you're gripping so hard on whatever it is that you are. Attached to, and in this instance, the person was very concerned about money. You know, not enough money. There's not enough time. There's, you know, and and it's also interesting how if this person had stepped back, they'd see how irrational they were acting in terms of there's not enough money. There's not enough time. Okay, well, I guess we need to throw this out. No, no, no. We we can't just throw that out. Um, I don't I don't want other people profiting off of that. Okay, well, well, what do you want to do? I'm going to stop everything and make a phone call. For a minute or two that, you know, nothing came of it, but maybe they experienced some relief for two seconds. So small victory there. Um, But going back to environment creation, you, you want to be mindful of what you're creating and yet also not take on the responsibility because as previously mentioned, you're not responsible for how other people feel. You want to be mindful of the environment you're creating and yet not take on a responsibility when people are emotionally triggered or when it doesn't matter how polite or genteel or um calm you are sometimes a person's just having a bad day and they're grumpy, and that's it they're gonna be grumpy and can you then? Maintain your own environment while also allowing that person to, you know, hey, if they want to be grumpy, go for it. It's not bad to be grumpy. I mean, if you want to stay that way for a long time, that's your call. I I certainly don't. I don't know. I don't find a lot of value in that. Um, But sometimes if I wake up in the wrong side of the bed and I'm grumpy, I'm going to let myself be grumpy until I'm ready to be not or until it goes away. Um, And... And that can be tough because as people take on the idea of, okay, cool, I'm going to create environments, I always need to create this positive, like, oh my God, amazing environment. So all these people want to hang around me because the environment that I'm creating is the best. And it. it's not quite that either. It's just being aware and being responsible and checking the level of responsibility that you have. Um, and also, you know, we're the day detached, remaining detached. From the results of your environment. And what's the difference between remaining detached while also, you know, owning up and and taking on responsibility? And I think it's the difference is basically respecting. Like let's say that you are, you know, being really just either aloof or or we'll go the other way, you're being very aggressive, like the anxious person that I experienced yesterday um at what point could they go wow i'm i'm not really creating a peaceful environment here and and by the way it's it's fascinating how much this person attracts conflict and they attract trouble life is not simple for them life is a struggle now they're a very strong person and so they keep swinging and beaten down and and you know at at such a cost they are in their own way succeeding um but wow So at what point could that person say, all right, like, I'm not responsible for how these other people are reacting to me. And at the same time, I am responsible for, you know, this situation that they're in or no, I'm sorry, I am responsible for, you know, what I'm putting out there, my conduct. What can I do to, you know, shift that a little so that, again, these people can react how they want to, at the very least, I'm creating or putting out more peace. And that takes us to another thing I noticed within myself, which is how quickly I was going, wow, this person's a bitch. Uh, this person is crazy. This person's a psycho, a soul sucking, you know, just blah, what a bad person. And, and all because of what? Well, because of her conduct, because of her actions. Um, and, I caught myself doing that and realizing I, I kind of stopped and smiled a little because it's like, well, wait a minute. We are not our conduct. We are not our actions in the sense that don't define me and I don't want to define anyone else by their conduct or what they do. Because people shift, people change. You will do things now that you might not ever do again in five years. So do you really want me to define you by what you're doing now or what you're doing in five years or how you've changed? Or is it enough to say, Hey, you're you and you have the freedom to, to be. And that's enough. Um, the way I interact with you may shift based on choices or the environment you create. But at the same time, you know, I will, to use the yogi phrase, hold space for you or, um, You know, at least respect you as an entity, as a spirit, as a person without saying, oh, yeah, you are a bad person because you are aggressive or you are versus you did. That's a huge distinction. To say, let's say you you're eating a hot dog. I had a hot dog yesterday. It was delicious. Um, Let's say that I ate a hot dog in a really messy manner because in that particular moment I was impatient you, you know you saw and you you are a slob versus you ate that you know in a very sloppy manner there Jonathan and I mean look at the difference between you are and I am suddenly in a box or I have a label on me or I am identified and versus you did something you know, there's more freedom there Because, at least in my perspective, because, you know, I did something. It was an action. You know, put it out there. Versus I am something. Trying to practice my snapping. Um, And that's pretty big. Now, again, we're splitting hairs here to some extent. I do recognize that. At the same time, in the amount of word choice that you use really seeps into your subconscious. Uh, I was seeing someone romantically for a brief bit of time and multiple times they would make comment about their past romantic interactions with men and they go she she would say oh men are trash and i would go you know i'm a guy right i don't know if you notice yet but i I happen to be of the male variety and oh well well, not you i go but but when you say all men are trash you know innately i am included in that because i am a man And while consciously, perhaps, you can separate that out subconsciously, what you're saying, your subconscious hears that and your subconscious is much more, to some extent, innocent than your conscious because it's not trying to attach to structure. So it just listens to what you tell it. So if you say something like all men are trash, it's going to hear all men are trash. And thus, under the floorboards of your psychological home, you have, you know, bitterness, disdain or hatred, festering in there because you are feeding your subconscious with stuff like almond or trash or i can't trust Um, and you know that that can lead to to trouble which then takes us back to what kind of environment are you creating not just for others but also for yourself and if you want to start somewhere start with yourself start creating a loving, warm, free, and honest environment for yourself. Honesty is huge. I don't think, I mean, I have still issue with being fully honest with myself because I'm afraid because I'm judging myself. Recently, a friend, um, you know, went into a long, they had a long thought um, and a long idea about me and our friendship, and they shared it. And a lot of it, I honestly, I didn't like. What? Oh, this person had to say um and some of it legitimately you know doesn't feel right it doesn't make sense some of it though it struck an emotional response in me and so thus there is something there and more than just a natural emotional reaction something deep where i i wanted to avoid it my my throat started getting sore and i'm exploring i'm like okay what don't i want to say what do i want to be honest about and as soon as i went to okay this person's right pain, pain subsided, pain disappeared, discomfort gone. And why don't I want to admit that to to myself? Well, because in my mind, to admit that means that I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I don't know as much as I thought. So now it usurps my position to even be doing this podcast. Because what do I know? Right? And I need absolute authority. I need to be ironclad. I need to be uh, irrefutable. If I'm going to be putting something out into the universe, because that's what it takes. Otherwise, people pick me apart on social media or etc. And now, what am I? I'm nothing. I'm a fraud. I'm a fool. I'm a failure. What kind of environment am I creating there? Eh? So, I, to, I don't know, to leave you with some advice as I wrap up. Um, creating when you when you are watching people react to you in a certain way. If you can step back from the situation for a moment and ask yourself, okay, what kind of environment am I creating? What am I doing? And hell, if you can always just, you know, in, in almost any situation where you can feel the tension, or the pressure rising, you know, just take a couple of deep breaths to fill your body with oxygen. If you want the scientific explanation, filling your body with oxygen helps you think more clearly um, If you want the spiritual one, you know, well, there's crystals in the oxygen and, you know, you're breathing the same air that the dinosaurs breathed years, millennia, you know, millions of years ago. And there's wisdom there. So suck it in, you know, take a step back and just, you know, look at your choices. And and honestly, if it's like, hey, I, I'm going to be angry, I want to be angry. You know, I got your back. You know, I'm going to say be angry. I think there's a difference between being destructive with your anger and being constructive. Um, But that can be another podcast. Really wanted to get this episode out. For those of you who continue to listen and tune in, thank you so much. I appreciate it. For those of you who don't, I don't mind at all. And I respect your choices as a podcast listener because I myself don't listen to many podcasts. Just a little bit hypocritical of me, I feel like. But hey, that's me. I accept myself. I love myself unconditionally, baby. You know it. Um, Yeah. Hopefully I can get another one of these out next week. There's an episode I want to do about um emotional attachment to you know fantasies that we have. I had a really in- interesting experience kind of like a past lifey sort of like familiar thing and and I made some choices that that showed growth that I'm, that I'm proud of. So you know definitely stuff a bit a way to go, a bit of a bit of ways a ways a little bit of ways i have some space to go i have some growth bit of growth to go um man you guys are troopers listen to this kind of rambling like wow what are you doing with your life let's reevaluate that's going to be the next podcast why do i listen to this guy ramble all right that's enough of my violin thanks again for tuning in looking forward to the next podcast hopefully in a week if not sooner rather than later and remember that you are unconditionally loved and so unconditionally love yourself